Tonight's episode is sponsored by Mountain Sea Blast. It's an avalanche in your soul. A subsidiary of the Blue Harbors Bottling Company. We wake up to a bright sunny day. The day of the ill-fated surf contest. Sponsored by Sea Blast Bottling, a subsidiary of Blue Harbors Corporation. With a new Mountain Sea Blast flavor. Oh man, that was quite the party night we had there, guys. A little bit of staying up late there, hanging out, chit-chatting, get to know one another. But yeah, we got work to do. We have a competition starting in a little while, and there's totally a monster out there, a beast of a shark-type nature that we have to take down. What do you think, Father O'Malley? Uh, you know, because... I believe that there is more here than what we see on the surface. We know clearly that there is a shark monster. However... I am uncertain that that is what did in the young man we found beneath the waves. Perhaps it would be best if we returned to the scene of the crime. The fiend must be slain. Well said, Sir Knight. Well, yeah, man. I I like that. I dig it. You know, we could totally go back down there and check it out. You know, but we're going to have to get in the water if we're going to look. Maybe get a boat or something or rent a helicopter and like look from the sky. Oh, get a drone. Drones are cool. I think that a drone might be fiscally irresponsible and incapable of doing anything should we find the monster. No, you get a drone with a little camera on it, float it out there. A helicopter also would seem rather impractical for interaction purposes. Perhaps it would be best to take your initial suggestion and attain a boat. All right, yeah, we could do that too, man. You know, there's a marina down the street, pick up a little dinghy or something and get out there and try to see what's going on down below the waves, man. We shall take a ship, but I shall make sure it has not been so dinged. (laughs) Get it? Dingy? I like it. Hey, perhaps this time we could, like, you know, swap you up for some kind of different not-so-sinky attire, you know? Perhaps something a little more flotation, buoyancy, uh, you know. How do you feel about that? Do you mean to separate a knight from his noble suit of armor? I have trained for days and nights in this equipment. It shall serve me as my own flesh. Well, see, that's exactly it, man. What I'm doing is I'm challenging you to actually do it without your armor, because I think you're that good, and I need you to prove that to yourself. Do you besmirch me so? My own flesh and blood? Seeking to betray me so with such claims of cruelty? No, man, I just want you to be the best that you can be, you know? Sir Osmond, though I can understand your need for propriety, perhaps you will listen to reason... And consider the fact that the last time you went out into the open water in your armor, you nearly perished. You know what? Totally got a solution for this. We're going to get you a dumbbell. A weight bell. A bell dinghy. You know what? We're going to get you one of those things you put on your head that lets you breathe underwater. And we're totally going to get you the oxygen you need. It's going to happen, bro. I got you back. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go down to the marina and rent a boat, and I'm going to uh, finagle some type of scuba equipment for my good friend, the Tin Can Tuna Fish. So, you head to the Tin Can Tuna Fish, so named for the guy who runs it. His name is Tuna, and he's five foot three across and four foot nine high. That's strangely disproportionate. That's why they call him the Tuna. Hey, what's going on there, Tuna? Got some requests for you today. A little, op- or, uh, you know, a little unorthodox. Sometimes words elude me. And, you know, we need your assistance in this field. 
He looks you square in the eye and squints a little bit. You, you need a diving bell, right? You read my mind. I like it. I like it. it. Must have been my hands going around my head like a diving bell. But, you know, I bet you're smart. I, I, I follow you on Twitter, man. Heading to Tuna's to get a diving bell. Wow. Look at you. Keeping out for the goods. It's, it's how I... Hashtag Tina Tunas. She left me last month. You know that. We don't talk about her. <laughs> Hashtag Tin Can Tunas. <laughs> anyway, segue. You got that dive bell then, bro? I, I hear there's a, a, sh- a big shark out in those waters. I'm not sure if I can can really uh, let it go. I mean, I, I, I let you out there. You're going to get yourself eaten. You're going to get my diving bell eaten. No, check it out. This is the dude, and I point to my bestest friend over here, who is also my great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather. He's going to be wearing the dumbbell, because who's going to bite through that? Go ahead, flex for him for Osman. I am still in the full suit of plate mail armor in this broad daylight, and I just seem perplexed by the request made of me. Trevor, I'm going to need to convince someone roll. Totally, man. Give me just a moment to just do the little dilly-willy. And that's boxcars. So, yeah. Uh, with my manipulate, I use sharp because of a cool ability I got. See? It all fits together. You can use sharp instead of charm when you manipulate someone. So with my plus two, that's 14. Okay. So Tuno looks at you. Thanks for a minute. Well, I I guess, I mean, if he's going to be, be done up like that, I mean, what's a shark going to do? Like, break his teeth on him? Right. That's what I'm saying, man. But uh, be careful with that sword. I don't want you to, like, cut the cable on this thing. It's real expensive to replace. <laughs> and he comes out with, like, a large mid-1800s diving suit that's made of, like, thick rubber with the giant metal helmet and the oxygen tube that heads up to the boat. Excellent. That's exactly what I'm talking about, my guy. Yeah, well, uh, make sure you get it back in uh, one piece, please, because that thing's an antique. <laughs> you think that thing's an antique. Wait till you get to talking to my good mother Flo over here. But anyway, I digress. We're taking off then. I appreciate you, Tuna. And we head down to the dock to get on the boat. You get down to your boat. Uh, what's the name of your boat? The Ebbs and Flow. It's just like, you know, it's that's our life, bro. It's our slogan. So what sort of boat is the Ebb and Flow? Yeah, bro. It's just like a 16-foot boat with, you know, an engine on the back. It's got like a... You know, big one. It does boat stuff. Gotcha, but it's, it's... So it's just basically like your simple, like, small cabin-like boat? Gosh, I wasn't really paying attention when they sold it to me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they were just like, you want this boat? And I was like, can I sleep in it? And they were like, hell yeah, you can sleep in it. And I was like, hell yeah, I want that boat. Here's your money. Okay, so the first thing that greets you as you pull out of the harbor is the enormous super yacht in the middle of the bay. Well, that's taking up a lot of real estate. It is painted up along the sides in the Blue Harbor's colors with a giant logo on the side for Mountain Sea Blast. It would seem they are very enthusiastic about this new cola drink. Well, yeah, man. It's the total promotion company for the entire event. They're, they're, they're footing the bill. <laughs> These aren't cheap events. You know what I'm saying? You got airtime to pay for. You got... Announcers to pay for, tents to pay for, and leviathans to tame. 
Uh, see, look, he knows the deets, man. You know, I bet there's Leviathan out there that got going on something crazy. You been reading their tweets? Of course, it's right there, and I am pointing directly to the company-branded vessel. Sir Osmond, please roll read a bad situation. Okay. That is plus sharp. Uh, that is a total of eight. On an eight, you can hold one. You can ask any of the following questions. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's the most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? The question I would definitely be asking is, what's the best way to protect the victims? Well, from here, you can tell all of the people on the yacht. It does look like it's just packed with partying teens and college students. They're all drinking. They're all hooting and hollering and listening to loud music. Basically, anything could sneak up and start taking people out without any trouble whatsoever. The best way to protect them would definitely be to get them off of the boat and on land. Those reveling youths are in serious peril aboard that leviathan. They should be brought to shore immediately. Wait a minute, what are you talking about? I think what the good knight is trying to say is that if they continue to party aboard that boat, they stand a substantial chance of being attacked by whatever lurks in the depths. Yeah, all the more reason for us to figure out what's going on out here then, I guess. Unless, you know, you have the ability to move boats? Question mark? I understand, essentially, where the steering housing is. I've never operated a boat of that size. I can't say as though I would be ultimately successful, but certainly I could try. Or better yet, I could speak to whomever is in charge and impress upon them the gravity of the situation and perhaps, uh, seeing the reasonable light given by the Lord, they would return to shore and possibly recant their wicked ways. I feel like you have really high hopes with that one. The Lord fills me with hope. Man, that's a tall order, though. You know what? I'm going to give you the radio. You can totes ask those peeps to go back to the shore. And I hand over the radio to my good father, O'Malley. Now, I've never used one of these radios before. Could you give me a demonstration? Ah, oh, wicked easy. This little hand device right here, yep, you're holding it. It's in your hand. Fits like a little heart almost. And there's a button on the side. You're going to push down on the button and wait just a moment. And then you're going to say, call sign, call sign. This is ebbs and flow. And their call sign is going to be the name of their boat in the back there. And you're going to say, this is the ebbs and flow. Uh, over. And you're going to wait for them to respond back. And if they respond back, you can carry a conversation. What is the name on the back of the boat? Sea Blast Avalanche. Sea Blast Avalanche. Sea Blast Avalanche. This is Ebbs and Flow. I'll come back. This is the Sea Blast Avalanche. Hello, sir. My name is Father Donald O'Malley, and you should be aware that there are great dangers in these waters. It would be best for you to turn your vessel back to shore until the situation in this bay has been better handled. Over. I would like you to roll to convince someone. I can do that. All right. 
So to convince someone is plus charm. Charm. And with my incredible minus one charm, my result is a four. Wow. Mark an experience point. I shall. Uh, yeah, right, kid. Maybe you shouldn't be playing with your daddy's radio. There's no monsters in the ocean. He thinks I'm a, a child? As best you can tell. Wow, man, that's harsh. Yeah, he totes just, uh... He ain't, he ain't listening, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he's picking up what you're putting down. But what we can do is pick up this dumbbell and put it on Sir Osmond's head and put him down beneath the waves. At this point, Brave Knight, this might be the best option. Are you prepared? A knight is always prepared to put his life on the line to protect the innocent. Well, look, man, I'm going to send you down there, and I'm going to give you this rope to hold with one hand, and you can hold your sword with the other if you'd like. I don't maybe, you know, a fist or something. I, Anyway, you're going to tug one time to be like, everything's okay. And you're going to tug frantically if things aren't okay. And that's going to let us know to wheel you back into the boat. I shall only need surfacing when the deed is done. You're so brave. You fill me with hope. Just like the Lord. Is that what it feels like? It's a good feeling. I'm glad that his light has touched you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's anything about touching, man? Come on now. I'm just being filled with things. <laughs> emotionally. <laughs> Son, emotionally. A- anyway, <laughs> check it out, man. Put this on. Thunk. Sploosh. Into the water he goes. You sink very quickly, Sir Osmond, and find yourself well over your head, deep, deep beneath the boat. Somehow, miraculously, you can still breathe through the tube that connects you to the surface. Another one of the sorceries that this new era that I have found myself in has to offer. You you literally believe it is sorcery, yes. Do you have your sword with you? Of course. Okay. What do you do? I begin to look for my prey. Okay, so you're just wandering around underneath the water looking for anything to fight? Well, yes. In (laughs) fact, I am. Okay, so I'm going to have you roll to investigate a mystery. Hmm. I believe I get to add a point of experience as... I have a total of four. So, yes, mark a point of experience. And you begin wandering aimlessly. And it's been about, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And you're walking around, and uh, the water's starting to get really green. And you see a bright light up ahead on the seabed. I will approach it. It's kind of hard to get anything specific because the, the water here is very cloudy. You're getting very hot inside of your suit. Mark one point of harm. Very well. And there's a strong current flowing against you, and it's making it a little bit more difficult to progress. Do you fight against it, or are you going to to change your approach? I stand my ground, and I approach. Okay. So you just shoulder in and, and fight your way through? Yes. And you come to a circular cave opening. Now, it's incredibly hard to see here. There's this strange green sludge just pouring forth from this cave opening. Please mark another point of harm. Okay. 
so there is the entire opening of the cave, but there is slime around the entrance of it. Yeah, it's just pouring out of the cave. Okay, what I'm going to do is stab some of the slime with my sword. Okay, your sword is now glowing slightly green. Excellent. I tug three times on the rope. Frantic enough for me. Yoink! Okay, and you start reeling him back. As you're reeling him in, you can see this green glow coming towards the boat in the same direction that the rope is. Hey, Father O'Malley, you ever seen the water glow green like that? That's wild. I have seen many things you might not believe. This is not one of them. Oh, well, you had me going for a second there. I thought you might like, put that on the list, and I was going to be like, wow, what happened then? But now that point's moot, so... And the question about what this green glowing thing is moot as well, because it is definitely a Sir Osman. Wow, learned a new trick there, huh? Would one of you like to roll to read a bad situation? I will do so. That is going to be a grand total of nine. With a nine, you get to hold one. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? The toxic sludge covering Sir Osmond's diving suit from head to toe. It is like 1990s cartoon style, like green toxic goo. It appears to be corroding his armor as well? (laughs) It appears to be slightly nuclear. Slightly what? Nuclear. Nuclear. Oh. Oh. Uh, you can't come on the boat, bro. I have found the beast's lair. No, I think you found the beast. You know what? This is a problem for OSHA. This isn't. This isn't a problem for us. Hang on a section. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go make a phone call. There's. There's apparently this toxic leak here. Is there? Is there a sugar factory anywhere nearby? The only thing nearby is the Sea Blast bottling factory. In fact, you can see it on top of uh, the seaside cliffs from here. Huh, look at that. One and one is two, apparently. No way. Also, I think that big company on the cliff is poisoning this water with toxic, you know, waste. So, I'm, I'm glad that you've... That, too, is an epiphany. I'm, I'm glad that you've caught on at this alarming rate. Hey, hey, man, you know, sometimes, sometimes my epiphanies amaze even myself. I'm going to reach into my pocket and pull out the business card for the gentleman that we spoke to yesterday in charge of the event. Welcome to the middle of the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening to uh, our program here, um, Expeditions of the Extra Normal. We just wanted to take a break right here and let you folks know that you can check us out on Facebook. Please be sure to like, share, and follow our podcast on all your usual podcast suspects, including Google Play, Apple Store, Spotify, and more. Yeah. See, you're so good at this. (laughs) Um, And that's why we keep him around, folks. We're on episode two. Uh, Episode three is ready to listen to. And we have decided that Monday nights are the nights we're going to officially be releasing new content. So set your calendars? I don't know if that works. I don't think anyone has calendars in the modern era. Era. In the modern era. No, era was right. 
set a reminder on your smartphone. We really appreciate that you are here and uh, haven't hit the stop button yet. Please, please, please or keep listening. You? Oh, oh, you know what they could have? I don't know. Anyway, back to the show, Thanks. folks. Having dramatically pulled his business card from my pocket, I will now dramatically pull my cell phone from the other pocket and dial the cell phone number listed on his card. Okay. Hi, you've reached Max Silver, and I am too busy hosting a big gala to talk to you right now. Just leave your message after the beep, and we'll get to you when I get to you. Max? This is Father O'Malley. Beep. Uh, Max? This is Father O'Malley. We met yesterday (laughs) on the beach regarding certain animal attacks. It may surprise you to hear this, but your factory appears to be leaking a large amount of pollution into the very same bay in which you are hosting your surfing contest. Please call me back as soon as you get this message for more information. Thank you. I got his voicemail. That's like, you know, the opposite of good. Gave you his card, didn't answer his phone. Irresponsible. Meanwhile, Sir Osmond. Yes. Mark one harm. Okay. I am at a total of three harm. Let me aboard the vessel. I have found its lair. We must strike immediately. And he hoists his sword up from the water as well into the air and starts waving it. No, man, you, you can't come within, like, 15 feet of me or something. You're glowing, and it's warm, and I don't, you know. Do you, do you have, can you shoot rays with your eyes? Don't shoot them at me, though. Test it over there. Sir Osmond, I understand that you are in peril and that you have certain deeds which you wish to accomplish, but we really must remain calm until we have dealt with what appears to be a rather large amount of radiation that is... Uh, pouring off your body and possibly causing you harm. I need you to remain calm and in the ocean for a few moments. I am going to attempt to lay on my hands and heal you as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ once did. Alright, so that is an 8 on my lay on hands. Which means that I heal the harm or illness by two. But since I'm below a ten, I take it onto myself. Okay, so there is a holy glow. Reminiscent of something holy and spectacular. It's like a glowing radiance that spreads through the air. And when it clears, you're feeling a little bit better, Sir Osmond. Mm. In fact, this holy light has driven back the impurities of the sludge, and despite leaving your suit pitted and damaged, it has sloughed off into the water. And does that count for my sword as well, being freed of it? Uh, Yes, however, your sword definitely is pitted and rusted and has pieces like missing chunks out of it. Oh, that's why I have more than one sword. Well, man, that was quite the... uh... What did you just do? I'm actually particularly amazed. I've, I've never seen anybody glow. That I've seen two glowing people in one day. Man, 
One and one is two. It is the case often that the Lord provides the help that we need. Well, all right. I dig it. You don't have to hang around anymore, man. (laughs) Come on board. As you're pulling him on board, you hear a bit of commotion from the shore. There's music playing, and you believe you can see Mr. Silver shouting through a bullhorn. People are getting ready to dash into the water, surfboards in hand. How quickly can you bring this boat around to them? Uh, really fast, bro, because I'm supposed to be over there with them with my board. So hang on tight. And I just run to the uh, helm and full throttle this thing right on the way there. Straight towards the beach? (laughs) No. Sorry. No, man. Not straight towards the beach, but in the general direction. Okay, so you're only going to clip people who are at the edges. <laughs> Just, you know, <laughs> poor peeps. Yeah, um, roll act under pressure. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see here. Act under pressure. I got a seven plus. Uh, so I rolled a five and a two plus my one on my cool. That makes it an eight. Okay, so you are going to either get there in time to join but make a huge disruption because you're pulling a boat up on the beach. Or you're going to get there safely without any commotion, but you're not going to have time to join in the contest. I can always buy a new boat. (laughs) So you slam it in full throttle, and a minute later you hear a large crunching sound as you come up the beach and crash into one of the Mountain Sea Blast merchandise tables. Gotta go, bro. Put it on my expense board. Got waves to catch. Adio. No, don't go surfing. I I will grab my descendant by the collar. Ah, uh, yeah. I would like you to roll to act under pressure, Sir Osmond. Act under pressure. Ah, I see. Snake eyes uh, plus zero. <laughs> okay. So... Mark a point of experience, please. <laughs> I have I have happily done so. Okay, Trevor makes a mad dash towards the waves, and he jumps in, and he starts paddling and paddling, and then he realizes that Sir Osmond is still hanging onto the back of his board. Oh, man, you don't belong there. Now, I would like to just know for sure, Sir Osmond is still in the tattered scuba suit, correct? That's your decision. I do not believe he had enough time to properly dismantle this New Age cutting-edge attire of the era. So it would still be on his person. Okay. So you are on the back of this surfboard. The two of you together are able to stand on it if you're careful. Yeah, it's a longboard, and I'm experienced, so I got this. I am not, and I am probably much heavier than my descendant at present. That's all right, man. You just stand right there at that spot. I'm going to go to the tippy top of the board right here. We're going to catch this wave. We're going to do a nasty trick for the folks out there. Ready? Go. World act under pressure. That's a seven plus my cool for an eight. So you can make this look radical and awesome, or you can keep Sir Osmond on the board with you. You know what? He's still wearing the gear. Okay, so with a splash, Sir Osmond falls off and takes out the border directly behind you. He tumbles, ass over tea kettle, 
into the waves, but you pull some sort of surfing trick whose name I don't know because I don't know surfing very well. Super tubular. Some sort of like kickflip, twirly-whirly, tumbly-do over the wave. Yeah, you like do a handstand and like click your heels together and everybody ooze and ahs. It's my signature move, the heel click. Meanwhile, Sir Osmond, you are in the water. Yes, when I was shunted free from the board, I elected to attack the deep. And as I am rapidly, rapidly descending, I am expecting this flurry of activity to rouse our foul opponent. And I'm keeping my eyes peeled for a potential assailant. So essentially you're thrashing around making as much difficulty as possible. Yes. Okay. Father O'Malley, you have just witnessed all of this and but a moment, and you're not sure what to make of it. What do you do? Can I see Max Silver from where I'm standing? Yes, you can. He is talking to the judges of the contest right now. All right, I'm going to approach him and try to get his attention. See if I can't get him to come to me. You wave and flap your arms, and he notices you, but he appears to just ignore you. All right. I am going to find as many metal objects as I can and slam them against each other, creating a lot of noise and commotion. Okay. There are very large loudspeakers playing music right now, so to be heard over that din, you're going to have to do something a little bit more extreme. Is there a microphone? There is. I'm going to approach the microphone. I would like you to roll to act under pressure. I can do that. That is going to be an eight. Okay, you will be able to get to the microphone, but you won't be able to do it without attracting attention from one of the security guards. It's more important that I stop this farce than it is... I worry about a single security guard. You got it. So you dash up the side. Unfortunately, you walk directly in between one of the security guards and some chick in a bikini that he's trying to talk up. It takes him a moment to realize that you're rushing past him on stage. And he begins to follow you. You do get to the microphone, though. Okay. My children hear me. You are gathered here today not to do the Lord's work but instead to be tempted by the sweet, saccharine nature of the devil. Surely this new beverage may bring you earthly pleasure, but it can do not but harm and rot your eternal souls from the inside. I beg of you, please leave this beach at once and go forth and prosper in the name of our... And you are tackled by the security guard. Back to Sir Osmond. As you were being thrashed about in the water by the waves, the line between you and the boat is drawn taut. Ooh. It looks as though you are going to be clotheslining a large number of surfers unless you do something. I would very much like to prevent these surfers from being in harm's way. Am I underneath the surface, or am I on the surface? This kind of thing is something you can just roll with. This is Monster of the Week. Okay. 
more than being on the surface and breathable, I would like to be in the water underneath, trying to just have as low of into the water perspective as I can. I am actively trying to find whichever creature caused the murder the other day, which I assume is some kind of shark still. Sounds good. I would like you to roll read a bad situation. Very well. That is a total of nine. For the nine, you get hold one. You can ask one of the following questions. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? As you're bobbing in and out of the water and being thrashed about, you're keeping as low as you can in the water, but as you're bounced up and down, as you're being thrown about in the waves, you see a shark fin off by the yacht. Now, this yacht of which you speak is the Great Leviathan that I have seen earlier. To get there expediently, I would need to probably use a boat of some kind. Correct. I'm going to be grasping the line to the boat that I am still attached to to try and get my own way back up and onto the boat itself. Gotcha. I would like you to roll to act under pressure. That is a five. With a five, you get a good grip and you start to haul yourself in just as the rope breaks and you are dragged deeper into the sea. Mark an experience point. Done and done. So Trevor, you're doing okay out there on the waves. It's not your best outing, but... Yeah, I kind of rushed right into it. Yeah, you're you're feeling a little bit tight. Uh, You had a a guy in armor and a diving suit on the back of your your board. But now you're starting to pull into it a little bit better. I'd like you to roll to act under pressure. All right. That's going to be a nine. Eight plus a one. Okay, so you are keeping up, but you're starting to lag behind some of the younger kids. They're starting to pull some moves that you're not so confident with, and you're not sure you're going to win this one. Oh, man. Well, at least I gave it my all. So, do I notice what's going on around me? Uh, People are surfing. There's a lot of people off their boards. Oh, man, those poor peeps. They're no good. At least I'm still on my board. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of boards that look like they've actually been broken. They've been what? Broken. <gasps> I mean, it looks like maybe there was a strong line that was run through the surfing area that a whole bunch of people tripped over. My dude was totally strapped to the back of my board. Oh, my God. One and one is two. I immediately turn around on my board and head back that way. Okay, uh, you can't find him. In fact, you do see the end of the cord flapping in the water. Ah, shoot, man. You know what else, though? He was wearing the bell part on the head that had a different thing attached to it, so he's at least still breathing. Sweat off the brow. No, no, no. Wait, what? That's, That's the only thing that was connecting him to the boat. Oh, what happened to the rope? And now that's broken. Oh, shoot, man. Very well. I dive into the water to go get my friend. Okay, I'd like you to roll to protect someone. All right. To protect someone, I roll plus tough. My tough is minus one. I rolled a five and a three for an eight, so I got a seven. Okay, so 
On a 7+, plus, you'll protect them okay, but you'll suffer some or all of the harm they were going to get. You're able to dive down into the water, tether your board to Sir Osmond, and help him surface. Excellent. I would like both of you to take one harm from drowning. Oh dear. Not like drowning, drowning. No, but this was but, not not pleasant. You know, I got you. Blub, blub, blub. You are definitely out of the running now. Well, can't win them all, you know. And I, uh, I went out there and gave it a good shot, but my great, 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 great grandfather's life matters a little more than a trophy. I've got a bunch of them. Out of curiosity, do you do the same number of greats every time? I attempt to. I'm pretty sure it's eight greats. Fair enough. Back to Father O'Malley. I am here. Yes, you are. And you are being roughly handled by security. Would like to break free of that. Oh, uh, yeah. Please roll to act under pressure. That is an eight. Okay, with an eight. You can get away from security... But it's in the wrong direction. It's directly away from Max Silver. All right. It's more important at this moment that I not be harassed by this security guard. I'm sure I've made enough of a distraction at the moment. I should be sufficiently capable of stopping this action. Someone should have noticed that certainly this surf contest is a bit of a disaster. As they're pulling you to your feet, you shrug them off and then beat feet. Running in the opposite direction, will that lead me towards the boat? Yes. All right, I'm going to return to the boat. You start running, you hit the sand, and everyone hates running in sand. So much so that the security guards look down and just shake their heads and let you go. Certainly, the sand of this beach was placed here by our lord. And you get back to the boat. What's happening vis-a-vis the hookup for Sir Osmond? Uh, It's hanging loose. Hanging loose? I'm going to try to reel him in. You reel it in and the cable has broken. That is most assuredly not good. Can I see from my vantage where Sir Osmond might be? Uh, Yeah, you, you look out and you do see Sir Osmond being helped onto the surfboard by Trevor. I'm going to try to bring the boat around. Oh, the boat's grounded. Oh. He he went straight into the sand. I'm going to attempt to push the boat back into the... How grounded is it? Let's ask Trevor, how grounded is that boat? Nah, bro, you ain't getting that back in the water. <laughs> <sighs> That's all right, though, because, you know, we're about on this board here, I bet. So I'm just going to give him that doggy paddle back to shore real quick, and uh, we're going to go from there. Sir Osmond is trying to doggy paddle in a different direction. Stop going that way, man. We're not going that way. The fiend is outside the Leviathan. He circles for his prey. Yeah, his general shouting and nonsensory is interrupted by intermittent choking and coughing. (laughs) I'm going to grab my gym bag out of the boat and then head down to the shore, potentially to meet up with Trevor and Sir Osmond. Uh, yeah, they're getting on the shore. What happened out there, gentlemen? <laughs> Old iron lungs over here. Can't spit up water that quick. I'm way over that stuff. I've been diving my whole life. Anyway, um, oh man, uh, you know, what was the question again? What happened in the water? Oh, well, I 
I hopped out of the boat and I ran into the water real quick. And apparently Sir Osmond here was hooked up to the back. But I, you know, got in there anyway from the board, did a sick flip, a little quick heel of the Healy Dealies, you know, and I was doing all right. And then I realized, shoot, man, the weight of the board isn't right because there, there's no Sir Osmond on the back. So I turned around and I went back for him and I went under the water and I got him and I got back here. And here we are now talking to you. I have a question. and I have lots of questions. I need you to be sincere when you answer this. You got it. At any point from the time after which we return Sir Osmond to the boat until yes. this moment where you're standing here in front of me wheezing for air, did it ever occur to you that you, for some reason thought it would be prudent to go surfing in a body of water you know is infected with nuclear gunk. Look, I'm going to be level with you. I don't do a lot of heavy thinking. Do you do any light thinking? Oh, I think about light things all the time. In the future, I would like you to remind me that our Lord has never presented me with a challenge I was not capable of rising to. <laughs> I pray <laughs> and I am pointing towards the yacht and with that a cheer rises up from everybody on the yacht that you can barely hear in the distance although maybe it wasn't a cheer it kind of sounded almost like screaming. 